welcome to a DerivSource podcast. I'm Julia Schiefer, the founder and editor of DerivSource.com. The emergence of Bitcoin derivatives is something that we've been covering here at DerivSource for the last six months or so, and this space is evolving fast. Specifically, there's been a flurry of activity lately, including announcements from new entrants on both sides of the pond who are starting up and clearly are ready and eager to get a piece of the virtual currency pie. And in today's podcast, we're aiming to offer you an update on the progress in the Bitcoin derivative space to date and give you insight into what is likely to happen next. And here with me, I have Ron Quaranta, CEO of Digital Currency Labs, a fintech and strategic advisory company with the mission to bridge the gap between the digital currencies world and Wall Street. Ron is also director at the Wall Street Bitcoin Alliance, which is a trade advocacy group for Wall Street in the digital currency age. Welcome to the podcast, Ron. Thank you, Julia. Great to be here. A comment I get frequently from readers is that Bitcoin derivatives are trendy, as are virtual currencies. But there's been a lot of activity recently, specifically new entrants to the market. So I'm wondering if this activity is pointed to Bitcoin derivatives gaining some real traction. So is this space still trendy? Thanks, Julia. It's a great question. I believe, based on my participation in the marketplace, that this truly represents the growth of the Bitcoin derivatives market. This is not just about trend. We're very much looking at financial markets professionals now getting involved in a very deep way. And the derivatives markets for Bitcoin represent a natural evolution to that kind of professional level of trading that the marketplace needs to see. Stability is obviously a big concern for the virtual currency space. Is this stabilizing at all? Right. So the price of Bitcoin and the price of Bitcoin derivatives continue to be volatile given the relatively low liquidity. But what I would say is that financial markets participants, from the stability of their venues, from the stability of their technology, from the stability aspect of their businesses, the market is maturing quite well. There are, again, very professional level participants in the marketplace, participants with a very strong understanding of what the financial markets and, and financial services firms need to be part of this marketplace. Firms that have very strong anti-money laundering and know your customer rules, very powerful business continuity and disaster recovery. So all of the foundational requirements to create a stable cash and derivatives market are now truly falling into place. It seems that regulation is definitely on its way for the virtual currency area. My question is really, do you think that regulation will legitimize Bitcoins and Bitcoin derivatives? And is regulation a good or bad thing for this space? I suspect that regulation, financial market participants don't particularly look at it as either good or bad. They look at it as a cost of doing business in the financial markets. So overall, regulation, particularly for exchanges, is a requirement. And the absence of the regulation, it's one of the roadblocks that's preventing wider institutional participation in derivatives markets. As we see the U.S., for example, and New York State particularly put forward very specific regulations in place, Financial markets firms are looking at that as a level of, let's call it professionalism, as a level of engaging in consumer protections that are required to be part of this business. So the days of Bitcoin exchanges falling under no regulation are 
rapidly coming to an end. And the professional firms that cater to the financial market participants that will create true derivatives exchanges anticipate and fully understand that they need to comply with some level of regulation. So will the introduction of regulation aid in the progress and future development of the virtual currency space and Bitcoin derivatives in particular? I think the introduction of regulation will lower one of the barriers to true institutional participation in the space, absolutely. The institutional financial markets participants have been living in a world of regulatory requirements to protect customers and to protect systemic markets for quite a long time. Having some level of those safeguards in place will be part and parcel of what makes them participate more fully over the coming years. So what is the biggest challenge currently impeding growth of Bitcoin derivatives? Yeah, it's a good question. I suspect based on many of the conversations that I have in the industry with hedge funds and institutional investors particularly, the lack of liquidity currently is the biggest roadblock. They're not particularly concerned about needing to comply with regulation. The ability to access markets that are truly liquid is something that they are very much looking to do. So as the Bitcoin market and the Bitcoin derivatives exchanges come online, that increases the opportunity to have truly liquid venues. And I suspect as these derivatives marketplaces come online, we'll start looking at institutional participation, which will feed on itself. You'll begin to see the evolution of more liquid markets as uh, different derivatives roll out, as different capabilities and integration points for the traditional financial markets begin to grow. Now, Ron, you've already alluded to what you expect to happen next for this space, but focusing on this a little bit longer, what are your predictions for the next several months and beyond? Right. So let me make some of my relatively standard predictions. I believe we'll see more Bitcoin derivatives venues coming online, very professional, very institutional focused derivatives exchanges, particularly in the United States and in Europe. I suspect that some of the legacy Bitcoin, we can call them cash exchanges, there are a lot of them in globally in the space. And I suspect we'll see some level of consolidation there as, let's call them the relatively low-hanging fruit from a professional perspective, begin to either close up shop or get merged into other exchanges. I suspect volumes will grow relatively slowly until they grow all at once. And the reason I say that is, as very specific instruments in the derivative space that come online and garner institutional interest, you'll begin to see a lot of institutional money begin to flow into this space. And I base that on conversations that I've had in the marketplace as well. Institutional participants are truly looking to get involved. They're waiting for the marketplace of Bitcoin and Bitcoin jurors to be able to handle their volumes. So those are some of my more basic predictions. Thanks, Ron. Final question. Are there other shifts in the virtual currency and Bitcoin derivative space that are currently taking place that maybe you want to mention and share with our readers? Yeah, I just wanted to bring up one kind of commentary. I think it very much ties to the growth of Bitcoin derivatives exchanges and this idea of professional organizations getting more deeply involved. So we are seeing the marketplace shift. We're seeing high-level participants coming out of the financial world, going full bore into the Bitcoin space. 
professional organizations are launching as well that will help shepherd that. So the Wall Street Bitcoin Alliance is one of them. And I suspect we'll see more interest and more uptake in organizations and in that transition to the Bitcoin and digital currency world over time. Thank you, Ron. Thanks for sharing your insight with us today and keeping us up to date with how this space is evolving. For listeners eager for more information on this topic, you may want to download our Bitcoin Derivatives Special Report, which is called The Virtual Frontier, The Bitcoin Derivatives Are Coming. Ron Quaranta also contributed to this free report, so it is really well worth a read. I'll also include links to other related articles and both the Digital Currency Labs website as well as the Wall Street Bitcoin Alliance website on the podcast notes page, which is available on DerivSource.com, but also via our free app. Thank you for listening to this DerivSource podcast. Join us next time. 